Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Burt Show. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble with a lot of dudes today. Because I'm asking women to set the bar a little bit higher. Higher for Valentine's Day. I can almost hear you guys' eyes rolling right now. Like, I'm lucky if I get a card from my man, right? Man, the bar is set too low. It's just taking a look at this list that I was sharing with these guys of the things that women are expecting for Valentine's Day. Number one on that list, candy. Of course you're going to get candy. That is like the signature on your SAT test. <laughs> you get credit for that no matter what. It's so easy. Uh, a card. That is a given in the equation right there. Flowers. Um, a gift certificate is what you're planning. So Kristen's like, okay, smarty pants, Mr. Romantic. Mr. Lava Lava. <laughs> <laughs> Come up with another list, another 10 for women or whatever that they should expect. And then you ask Mo off air, what is, is he getting for his lady? And he said, two of the things on that list. Kristen, <laughs> <laughs> here's why I can't put together eight or 10 generic things for Valentine's Day. Okay. Because of the word generic. Okay. All right. So if you're going to get something for Valentine's Day, it should be personalized. No different than a birthday or a Christmas present. You're supposed to be celebrating love today, which is like the number one thing. Okay. So if we're celebrating love. Tomorrow, not today. Yeah, tomorrow. Let's save this for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it okay to involve the kids with the gift or should should that remain separate because it's supposed to be romantic? For me, it all depends on who the person is. Um, For me... I would want the two things separated. Uh, Cassie, based on the, her rolling of the eyes. Your no, face uh, is worth <laughs> it. It was just a quick look. And in my head, I said, you better not. I don't want. Th- so they've picked stuff out for before for Valentine's. Cute idea in idea land, not in, in not in actual reality. So yeah. no, thank But there are some moms who would love that. So uh, is it too much to ask a man or a woman to do something a little bit more personalized? Like I went around the room and I was thinking, okay, if this is Valentine's Day and I was going out with any one of you guys. You're going out with all of us at the same time. I am a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you about to be broke. <laughs> all right, so for Kristen, I wasn't really sure. So I went to your Pinterest page. You, oh, you found it? I did. Wow. Uh, there is a uh, drink local beer bottle opener on there that I would get you for Valentine's Day. Why is that on there? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's pretty random stuff. But the idea here is that I, if I was unsure as a guy, which we are relatively clueless in this mm-hmm. area, there are places we can go that are indicators on exactly what your women want. And Pinterest is a beautiful one. That is brilliant thinking. Uh, like 100% indoors. It certainly is not one I came up with myself, Cassie. There, there's it has been suggested before. Or, or you can just do like a Louis Vuitton or a Ooh. Gucci or a Prada. Yeah, <laughs> or like a flight to the Maldives. Uh, or... Okay, if you've got that kind of cash and she has said that <laughs> she mean, likes the Maldives or he has said that, then go for it. We all are dating you. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Cassie, I thought, okay, I don't know exactly yet because... It would be a gift for smart people. I don't know what you guys like, but I, um, it would be something that you really like that smart people like. Ooh, mm-hmm. a textbook. Oh, yes. <laughs> an, an encyclopedia set. Uh, for Mo, I know Mo, uh, if I'm going out with Mo, I know he loves the Yankees. Um, I know that he loves music. So you personalize it for him. This is about love. It shouldn't just be a card. Okay. I All respect right? it. A trip to the Maldives would be better, but I'll take it. <laughs> 
Uh, Man, Abby? we are some needy hoes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're smart. If I'm dating Abby, I don't know the author's name, but f- that author from those fairy sex books that you like? Oh, yes, yeah, Sarah J. Mass. Something. <laughs> That'll be a good solo Valentine's Day. Right, just so it's something personalized. Not Why are we accepting this generic, here, I just went to Target, I got your card, I spent three seconds on you. Because we're we're getting we're we're just tired. <laughs> we have okay. no there's no fight left in us, man. <laughs> All I know is you about to be the most hated man in America for, for the rest of this week. <laughs> this is this is also coming from the single guy this year. So I'm not buying anything for anybody. And why bust all this out the day before Valentine's because Day? Like, where was this info? I don't know. A week ago. Because the list just came out today. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> My gift to you is patience. <laughs> We've been dating way too long. <laughs> but do you guys know what I'm saying here? Yes, absolutely. I respect that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. And nobody's going to listen to me, and there's going to be a lot of you guys hating me. But I do think it's a day for personalization. It, it is. What's the best Valentine's Day gift you ever got? It, well, I, I get the same one every year, and I love it. The hydrangea. The, the hydrangea plant, and I basically have like a love garden in my backyard, and it's all the hydrangeas <laughs> that my husband has given me for anniversaries, birthdays, and Valentine's Day. He's Even though take, quite a few of them died, it's he, all right. He's trying to take a walk in your love garden at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's being uh, it's being weeded. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cassie, the best Valentine's Day you ever got? Um, I think it was jewelry, but the best gift I ever got was pizza. The most romantic one. Uh-huh. Know your woman, know your dude. If that's her thing, go for it. Was yeah. it from the place that you all had your first date? No, it was actually from my favorite pizza joint in upstate New York, and he flew it down for me. That's impressive. Really? Uh-huh. Yep, he packed it up and had the flight attendants, attendants take care of it and brought me my favorite pizza. See, it's personalized, man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any better. It's way better than a card. Yeah. The Burt Show. All right, let's get to Dolores here, who is wondering if her husband has been taking all this alone time every week. Now he's asking for a week-long solo trip. Is he being shady or not? Is your man being shady? Yeah. Or is he genuinely real? Not treating you like a lady. Yeah. And got you all in your Good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hi. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fantastic. How are you today? I'm all right. I just need some advice. All right. Bring it. All right. I've been married for about two years now, and we've only been together for about two and a half, and we got married right after I got pregnant. And it's it's not been easy. Um, Having a baby and getting married so early in our relationship has caused so much stress. Um... I do love him, and I think we would have eventually gotten married and had kids, but I think getting married so fast has not been good for our relationship. Plus, the stress of a toddler and another one away has just been really hard. Mm -hmm. So several months ago, uh, my husband told me that he didn't get enough alone time. So he told me that one night a week he wanted to go and do whatever he wanted to do by himself. And after a few weeks of that, he said he wanted to add an, an entire weekend a month to do whatever he wanted to alone. A month? Hmm. A month. Okay. Now he wants... Yeah. Yeah. And now he wants to go on a week-long vacation alone. So, oh, is it weird? Or or shall I um, keep let, agreeing to doing this? So, having, like, a, a week-long vacation, like, once a year by yourself to, like, rejuvenate, decompress, blah, blah, whatever, I think is fine. But the fact that he's already getting a weekend a month, like, mm-hmm. that's that's a lot when you have a toddler and another one on the way and responsibilities. Like, I, I know it's difficult and trying, but, like, this is what you signed up for, and this is your life, and you're going to have to figure out a way to make it work instead of, it sounds like he's just running away from his problems. Um, I'm just curious, does this go both ways here? So do you get a day? Do you get a weekend? Do you get a week also if that's what you want? No, I don't get that. I have to stay and, and take care of the children. No. 
Uh-uh. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look, if he needs the time, you need time. So, I mean, I could see an arrangement where, because this right here just feels very selfish to me. Very. I mean, we all need some space in our relationships, that's for sure. But it has to be equal, yeah? I agree. Yeah, as a person who definitely always makes it very clear that I need a lot of space in my relationship, I would say that this is uh, shady for one, because obviously there's a child involved. Two, for the fact that it seems as if he he didn't make it clear what he wanted in the beginning, and it just kept on extending and extending and extending. And three, if he's saying that only he can have that and you can't, then yeah, that's 100% shady. I feel like he's taking advantage of you. Yeah, because I'm really big on fairness. Like, I think if it's one thing for him to take a week-long vacation away or go away for a weekend, but then you should also be owed that. If he's yeah. expecting you to essentially be a single parent for a weekend a month, a week a, week a year, then he's got to return the favor so that this returns to being an equal partnership and you guys can both get what you need. Dolores, I'm really curious. So when he takes these... Um, nights out by himself or these weekends by himself, does he tell you what he's doing, where he's going and all that? Or is it just like, hey, I just want to let you know I'll be back on Sunday. Yeah, does he go radio silent or does he check in? Uh, he goes radio silent a lot because he just wants to just be in his own zone, his own space. So he just wants to just get away for a little bit. So you can't do that, man, when you have kids. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's not going to work. So no texting, no calls, no nothing. Bye, babe, on a Friday, see you on Sunday. No communication. None, none whatsoever. Just comes back home, and we just go about our normal routine after he gets back. Okay, so... He needs to talk to somebody. He's struggling with something. He needs, he needs to talk to somebody. What do you do in a situation where if this is what he wants and he's not going to budge, so now does your option become to either leave this relationship or allow him to do it? Well, I, I mean, do I have to state the obvious here? No. You think he's cheating. Some, some may, right? Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. It's weird that to me that it's gone incrementally up mm -hmm. from like uh, what the night, then the weekends, one a month, and now you want to take a week-long trip all of a sudden? Dolores, he certainly didn't call up for that, but, I mean, that does seem pretty damn shady. And if he keeps asking for more and more and more, you're sure that there's nobody else involved here. Especially if he goes radio silent completely? Uh-uh. I mean, I don't, I had never thought that, that there might be someone else. I didn't really come across my mind. And just because this was agreed upon, like you, you had agreed to like these one nights and then you agreed to the, doesn't mean you can't go back and say, this is not working for me. I feel like you need to sit him down and be like, you know, this is not what I signed up for. And you need to come down with some new boundaries and parameters for your relationship that respect both of you and your needs. Okay. Yeah, I, I will take that into consideration. I think we do need to sit down. Yeah. Yeah, something doesn't smell right here. Not at all. Not at all. Mm -hmm. All right, Dolores, um, I'm not exactly sure what advice to give to you, except if your initial call was, is this shady or not? I think we're all in agreement that, yeah, something yeah. right here. 100% shady. It's very shady. Okay, thank you, guys. All right, bye-bye. That's the obvious to do. It was, that was obvious. Everybody yeah. was a little scared to say that. Yeah. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Does Amazon not know that we are tired? We are tired of paying all these bills. They want to charge us even more for something we're already paying for. And so people have decided they were sick of it and are taking them to court. So Amazon is facing a lawsuit to make you pay more to avoid ads on the platform. Right now, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you're paying $14.99 a month. They want to add on an extra $2.99 for you to stream movies and TV shows without the ads. And people are mad because they're like, what are we paying for? We're already giving you $15. Mm -hmm. The reason we pay is so that we don't have to add, have ads. So you make money. People have ads with, like for free platforms like YouTube and we don't have to pay for that. So we're, why, why are we watching these ads to begin with? So right now um, they're taking them to court and they're seeking at least 5 million, which I thought was low and a court order barring Amazon from engaging in further quote, deceptive conduct on behalf of users, users who describe, who subscribe to prime before the pricing change was instituted. Like I know it's a business and businesses are there to make money, mm -hmm. but I mean, Bezos is doing pretty good. They do not. Right. I mean, what's the per, did they give a reason? 
reasoning as to why they were jacking up prices? Capitalism. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you think at some Sometimes. point Bezos is going to go, I got enough. I'll give the people a break. Well, Mo's barber just jacked up his price. And I mean, because of inflation and gas prices and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes there is like this a legitimate suck. reason. It sucks for sure. It's also capitalism. That's <laughs> why you got a choice. Like, you don't, 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 you know what? Don't like, get Amazon Prime. No, I want to hear Bezos say, I want a second yacht. I'm raising your price. <laughs> <laughs> like, second yacht? You mean a ninth yacht? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. So hopefully it goes through because I'm, I'm sick of paying these bills. Pay, Amazon Prime, you've already taken everything from me. All right, I want to talk about the Super Bowl half or the Super Bowl, but not on the traditional networks. networks. I want to talk about it on Nickelodeon. I was so <laughs> mad they did not have this on at the bar because you could watch the regular Super Bowl broadcast, but you could also watch it on Nickelodeon, which was supposed to be more of a kid-friendly Com- uh, commentary, kid-friendly commercials. SpongeBob was doing the commentary. SpongeBob and Patrick. It's great. It's fantastic. And two sportscasters as well. And some of the funniest parts about this is that during the broadcast, they would flash to like CGI, quote-unquote, celebs. So it was like all these animated fish, and they had them labeled so you could watch Dua Flipa, <laughs> Megan the Sturgeon, LeBron James, Finn Diesel, Herring Styles, Priyana, Olivia Codrigo, <laughs> Billy Elish, and Shrimpathy Chalamet. <laughs> it was so good. And then also, Dora the Explorer would pop in and explain the football to people like me and also small children. So here's her explaining what a holding call is during the game. Tell us what that means. Are they all trying to hold it? is the illegal grabbing of a player who is not in possession of the football in order to gain an advantage. Or defensive players can be called for holding. Say it with us. Players no holding. Players, players no, no holding. holding. <laughs> <laughs> and also when the, the Chiefs were having a little bit of a hard time, um, you know, scoring as one should do during a football game, Dora decided to throw a little bit of shade. Okay. What does Dora think about all this? Who needs a map to help find the end zone? Uh, <laughs> you know what's so brilliant about this? And I don't know if the NFL brought this up to Nickelodeon or Nickelodeon did this on their own. But you're already educating a younger generation mm-hmm. into football. So if you get them on Nickelodeon, you're going to get them on the NFL later on. It's brilliant. Not just a younger generation. I will be watching this next year because now I know what holding is, and I had no idea. Is that right? <laughs> I don't understand the football when adults explain it to me, but apparently if a cartoon child does, I get it. <laughs> Players, no holding, or whatever she said. What's a, a horse idea. collar? What? What's a horse collar? Something you put on a horse to pull in a wagon in I football. I have no. I've never heard that term <laughs> in my life. <laughs> what no. is it? It's when you grab like the um, the neck of their pads or their jersey and you pull them down by that way, and they can get seriously injured that way. So there's, if you do that, it's called a horse collar. Is that also a form of holding? No. 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 <laughs> we're, we're, oh, I don't you know what? You've got months to figure it out. Season's over. Don't worry yeah. about it. Where is Dora when you need her? But I was asking everybody in the bar because I watched it at, at like a, a big a big bar. And there was at one point when the, the ref did the, what, what is this, when you roll your arms? Full and start. I was like, oh my God, are we dancing? <laughs> what is happening? I was over here like, do, 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 do. I guess that, I was like, this isn't traveling. This isn't basketball. So still don't remember what it is. Anyway, people thought the president got hacked over the weekend after his latest pose, but I'll explain why he posted a meme of himself on your next eBuzz on the Burt Show. Hey, the Burt Show. There you and she are. She gets down on one knee. She's got a ring in hand and asks you, Mo, for your hand in marriage. It's not traditional, but damn, that girl loves you. What you gonna say? Mm, I would. I would. Mm, I wouldn't want to say no. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell her, let me get back to her. <laughs> <laughs> Let's circle back on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, let me, do, let me get back to you. Do women propose with a ring? I have no idea. Huh. Uh, Mo and I were chewing on this yesterday on the show, and we both are in the same camp that I think that we're pretty open-minded, but we're traditional in this kind of way. Like, I, I, I want to do the asking here. Yeah, I, I think it's like the same way a lot of women have always kind of grown up thinking about how the marriage will go. I think as a man, I've always thought about the moment of proposing yeah. in, in, in front of your family, maybe surprising you. You don't even know they're there, getting on a knee. I enjoy the tradition of that. We got one job. 
That's it for us. That's really old. And then we move aside for the rest of our lives, and you guys take over. Um. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Yay. Vonda heard us say that yesterday, and she's like, oh, I don't think the Bert and Mo find it off-putting. I think maybe I'll do this with my man. <laughs> so, Vonda, you're thinking about now uh, proposing to your man. Yes, yes, I am. I am. Um, I heard you guys talking about this, and, and you know, I, I had no idea it was a thing, but I think it's really cool, and now I'm kind of scrambling uh, because I think I want to propose to my man on Valentine's Day. Now, when she said she didn't know this was a thing, Cassie, Cassie brought to the table that because it's a leap year, that means women can take the lead right. on their relationships with their men, i.e. proposing on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's for, I don't know, for me, it was kind of like the confirmation that, that I needed. I didn't know it was leap year. And we've been together for two years. Uh, this has been in the talks. We've talked about marriage. And I, I think he actually really wants to, but he gets really nervous and he's a perfectionist. And I don't need perfection for a proposal, I think. Uh, what we have is special, and I, he's the guy I see myself spending the rest of my life with. And so I want to eliminate that pressure for him. Uh, I do. Um, so if it's a tradition to reverse the roles and ask him, then uh, I want to move forward with things, and, and I want to be one to take that, that step. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you got to just know your man here. Like, I think... Mo and I have been verbal yeah. enough with like when we go out with women and we've talked about it on the show. Also, we're very traditional as far as like picking up the check also, at least initially. Um, so I think you got to know your man. Like if he's not going to be open to this, then this is not going to go real well. So is your man traditional in this area? Is he more open minded or are you doing this uh, just because it's like, OK, I'm ready. It's time. And he just gets real nervous about things like this. You know, I think he's pretty open-minded. I mean, I'm hoping for the best. Like I said, you know, we've talked about our future together, and, and I know it's last minute, but but he's my person. And so I guess my question to you guys, since you guys kind of lit that bulb in me, uh, that switch in me went off uh, listening to you guys, my question is if I go through with it, uh, should I have some type of ring? Or what should I What should I give to him? I don't know. Let's should ask. I get down on one knee. Let's ask how women this is, <laughs> how how this is done. I really don't know. If you have proposed to your man before, one eight five five Bircho. How did you do it? Did you get down on a knee? Was it a conversation? Did you bring a ring? A beer? What is it? A you beer. <laughs> what is it? You <laughs> me thinking too i mean and not that i want to have to you know default to one of our resident lesbians on the show but <laughs> like when you're when you're in a same-sex relationship uh -huh. um like how how do you decide who proposes and what is what does that look like is it always the person proposing providing a ring like i, I honestly vonda i don't i don't know I don't necessarily have the answers either, but I would imagine if you are going to take over that tradition in any form, regardless of the gender, you should probably take it over exactly how it is. So you mm -hmm. should get on the knee. You should bring the ring and is you should it? handle it. I think so. so. I think it's such a non-traditional way to do it that using the traditional way for a non-traditional proposal wouldn't sit right with but, me. But see, as a guy, if you just came to me with a beer and said, do you want to get married? It would make me feel like you're pretty much just forcing me to propose as opposed to mm -hmm. you're actually proposing to me. Oh, okay. Uh, here is Megan that proposed to her husband. So she can help you here. Hey, Megan, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good. All right. So give us a little bit of the backstory here. Like, why did you propose to him uh, before he could propose to you? And how did you even do it? So it was leap day, uh, 2008, and we were joking about it all day. I was going to propose, I was going to propose, and then we were eating Taco Bell, and my uh, my Ben boyfriend turned to me and said, are we doing this or not? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Do you want to get married? And he said yes, and we got married in August of that year, and we're still married to this day. Aww. Aww. Over the bell. Over Taco Bell, man. It was. It's hard to say no at the bell, man. <laughs> I right, so you do it. All right, so there was no like traditional getting down on a knee. It was more like, hey, no. you want to do this kind of thing. 
my heart was pounding and we hugged and he's like, oh my God, your heart is pounding so hard. And I'm like, I thought you'd say no. Yeah, it was all that sodium from Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) So according to the internet, and this is coming from Zola Weddings, 2% of women today propose to their male partners. And they say you don't need a ring to propose. You can present a card, a watch, a gift, or nothing at all. But if you do decide to kneel, make sure your outfit allows for the task. Oh, <laughs> okay. So no mini skirt. Got I don't know. It. Flashing them might seal yeah. the deal. <laughs> yeah, you'll get that. Yes, it'll help. Oh, I know where you can hide the ring. <laughs> you got a fight. <laughs> I say chances are pretty good if you get down on a knee, he's going to say yes to whatever you're proposing. <laughs> Al has been proposed to by a woman. Hey, Al. Hey, how's it going? Good. All right. Tell us about this proposal. Okay. Um, so it was it was uh, my fiance, or should I say it was my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We were together for about three years. She knew that I was willing to propose, but she didn't want to be proposed to. Mm-hmm. So I basically left it on her. And I said, well, then you tell me when you're ready, and then I'll propose to you. And about two years into the relationship, we're out on a boat trip, and my daughter was there, and they're filming me. And I'm like, what's going on? Next thing you know, she goes on one knee, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're proposing to me? And she was like, yes. And I was like, I do. And we've been married for three years now. Okay. All right, Vonda. So if you're going to do it, I mean. You need a boat, Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add, Add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code abby at checkout that's a b b y at adamandeve.com this exclusive offer is specific to this podcast so be sure to use code abby to get your discount code abby hey the bird show i don't think we're gonna be directly talking about the sex here but it might be on a line that you don't want to be listening to with kids in the car. So if you have kids or you're listening to the podcast, it's on demand. Every one of our segments is on demand every day. Uh, let's say you're uh, listening to that right now and you got kids in the car. Maybe we'll, 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 we'll put it on the side. Put it on the side and we'll see you in a couple minutes. I got a question about feet pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like where wow. you can find mine? <laughs> well, okay. So... Interesting thing happened the other day, and really what I'm getting down to here is if you guys wanted to get on the phone and we'll put you on the voice disguiser, I'm really curious how much you're making for feed picks. It's a lot. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I knew there were some people making money on it, but what are we talking about? Because based on the DMs I got this week, it is fairly, it sounds fairly lucrative. Now, I didn't get an exact number, and let me tell you how I came about this. So, what was it, the day... After uh, after Bitterball, after we had our party on Friday night, Saturday morning, I'm going to be a little shaky ground for a couple of different reasons, right? And I banged my toe into a piece of workout equipment, and it ripped half the nail <laughs> off of Dang. my uh, pinky toe, okay? Oh. It was bad. Uh, so I took a picture of it, and I put it up online, all bloodied and stuff, saying, okay, this is where my head's at today. This is how my day's going to start today. And then people started joking, like, you're just going to throw around these feet pics without charging? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? This is a bloody feet pic. But then one after the other after the other, people were talking about feet pics and how I shouldn't just be given away for free. And I thought they were being funny, but there were so many that I'm like, is this like such a burgeoning industry that you could really make a living just off of taking pictures of your feet? 1-855-BIRCHA. So when we had the piggies, no pun intended, in here, 
Um, so we had live pigs in studio last Friday for the Super Bowl for our pigskin cam. And I took a selfie with one of the pigs. And in the background was Abby's foot. And she was wearing a sandal, a slide, and her toes were exposed. Freshly licked by the pig, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. I purposely put my caption over her toes so people wouldn't get grab a f- picture of her feet. Seriously? I, 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 I never thought yeah, you that. Yeah, 100%. I looked at that and I go, she... she I don't want somebody grabbing her feet, so I'm going to put a caption over her feet so somebody can't get them. I always do this in my selfies. Like, if I'm taking an outfit photo in my full-length mirror, I always put a caption over it because I'm like, no feet pics for free. Really? Got to pick right out here. I had no idea. one 855 So I started to think, like, okay, I mean, this is a bloody toe. Maybe there's an industry for that because I'm all for making some side cash. How much are we really talking about? Alexis, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hi, good morning. Good yep, morning. So I, so basically my ex-boyfriend would take feet pictures of me without me even noticing. And I saw he had leaked them, okay? And he was making money of them on the side. So I sued him for pictures of that without my knowing. I started selling them. And up to this day, about two years, I made $22,000. Hey, yo. Did you say $22,000? Yes. Now, would you consider your feet to be something special? Or are they just feet? Oh, they're just feet. I mean, you have to put in pictures of them rocking spaghetti, like them holding wine glasses, them dirty, them clean, like them outside toast spread in the dirt, like stuff like that. So it's, do you take? It's not a freaky hobby. It's just a money thing, and there's a there's a market for everything. Yeah, I'm not judging you either, man. Go go get yours. Um, so do people hit you up with requests like, hey, I would like you to put spaghetti in between your toes, and you take requests <laughs> yeah. and then take the pictures? Yes, and it's completely anonymous. I use speedfinder.com and speeder. For $22,000? Fam, I'm about to get these yes. feet out there today. It's been about a little over a year, but yes. Okay. Wow. I'm a little floored that you can make that much. Okay. So, yeah, I, I learned make more. that that's, that's bananas. Uh, and now I'm kind of mad at myself that I've given mine away for free. So, <laughs> if you go to WikiFeet, there's a whole gallery of all my feet photos from mm-hmm. Instagram. What? Somebody has curated them. There's me, like, me pregnant with my feet, me with the baby in my feet, me with my dogs in my feet, and right now I got four out of five stars for my feet. Okay. <laughs> wow. I got, nice, feet. I got nice feet. I'm kind of pissed at the person that just voluntarily only gave you, like, a couple stars. Oh, there is a photo of me with my um, dad in hospice and my feet. <laughs> Come no. on. Are you kidding? No way. <laughs> Stop. There's, there's my feet in hospice. <laughs> no way. Are you kidding? They've added a lot of photos since the last time so I checked this. Any barefoot then, somebody is taking a look at and and just having a good time. Wow. With your feet. Okay. Hey, Lisa, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. It's an industry I wasn't aware of. And can guys get into this or is this mostly creepy dudes just uh, like and women's feet? I think men can get into it, too. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Look, there's you on my WikiFeet page. Oh, hey, neat. Yeah, you with my feet. Hey, hey, hey Lisa, good morning. Good morning. What you got? Um, so, last night, I actually got a request on Twitter randomly, and this guy was like, can I pay you $100 to see your feet? And I was like, okay. So, I sent two pictures of both my feet, and I got 100 bucks. Two pictures... Mo, if your girlfriend came to you, thank you for calling. If your girlfriend came to you and said, look, I need a little extra cash here. Uh, I'm going to start posting pictures of just my feet. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be any other part. It's just going to be calf down. Nobody will know it's coming from me. Would you give it the green light? I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. Me neither. Not at all. Go get your money. I'm actually starting to wonder. (laughs) Should we sell our our feed pics on the internet? Yes. And see who can make more money? Yes. (laughs) Y'all know I won best foot in Vegas. What? what? Oh, that's right, the pool party. Come on now, oh, ask about me. Yes. Yes. Cassie has really nice feet, too. Thanks. I love your toes. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't think this is. it's going to be fairly weighted, though, because any woman's picture, I think, foot picture is going to go for more than dudes. Okay. Facts. So it would have to be handicapped. So where do we go? Like, where do you go to do this? OnlyFans? No, I'm not okay. doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I have no like, idea. Feet finder? Oh, oh wait, my wait, God. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Somebody just suggested this to me. No kidding. Uh, there is a website 
Uh, yeah. Feetfetish.com. Oh, my God. Or what about Patreon? <laughs> also, Feet Finder. <laughs> you were right. Feet Finder? Feetfinder.com. Sell feet pics remotely and earn money. Over $5 million in feet pics sold annually. You came up with that URL real fast, Mo. No, I did. <laughs> you saw the said it. I'll be listening. Uh, <laughs> she did. She did. Look, I, I say no harm, no foul with that one. I don't see anything wrong with so, it at all. How funny. Um, last week, I was getting my acupuncture done, and I hadn't had a pedicure in like six weeks, and my toes looked hideous. I was embarrassed. So I get up on the table, and I said to her, I am so embarrassed, because she'll put the needles like in my toes and my feet, and I'm like, I'm so sorry about how bad my, my toes look right now. And she's like, I have been doing this for 14 years, and I've never had a man apologize for his, <laughs> for his toes <laughs> ever in his life. Ever in his life. Are, are we doing this? I'd, I, I'd be into it. I mean, it's not like we're sending pictures of our boobs or something. It's just feet. Listen, I got two kids and they got to go to college. Okay. okay. I'm in. I'm in. All right, I'm, let's brainstorm this after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Our jobs are so weird. So weird. I'm just glad I got a pedicure for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my toe is going to have to heal before. No, maybe no. they will rest like the toe. Yeah, think? Like it's kind of manly to be walking around yeah. with a bloody toe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That charge extra. Listen. It's the Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. It looks like a White House social media intern was having an absolute field day this weekend. But before we get into that, in honor of Black History Month, here is your Black Entertainment History Fact of the Day. Because Beyonce made history this week with her two singles, 16 Carriages and Texas Hold'em. Beyonce is now the first black female artist to reach the top of the Apple Music U.S. country charts in history. She is also the first female black artist to occupy the first and second position on the chart simultaneously. So... No one does it like Beyonce. Good for you, girl. Okay, normally I don't like to talk about politics at all in entertainment, but I got so many DMs about this that I couldn't really ignore it. So there was this conspiracy theory going around that Democrats were going to rig the Super Bowl so that the (laughs) Chiefs could win. This This sounds like a fever dream. So that the Chiefs could win because Taylor Swift has previously endorsed Joe Biden and some Republicans were saying, oh, they're going to script it so that Taylor's boyfriend's team can win and she'll be happy and then she'll endorse his again. If that was your theory, you're an idiot. <laughs> if you really thought that was going to happen and scripted and then the endorsement, you're an idiot. People will believe anything if it's <laughs> on the internet. So then Joe Biden's account posted a photo of him with these red laser <laughs> eyes on his social media. I didn't realize this was his account. And people from all sides actually had mixed opinions on the president posting this. I asked on my Instagram yesterday, I'm like, let's be real. Like, how did you actually feel about the president of the United States posting something little silly goofy some one person said poorly timed yes funny kind of somebody said it was disturbing someone said i get that he's trying to troll but i'd rather he address how he hasn't kept a single campaign promise tbh someone said a president with a witty sense of humor love it someone said i voted for biden and this is scary Someone said, I love it. I feel like Gen Z doesn't like the serious upfront face that politicians and companies put on. Someone said if Democrats could orchestrate anything, they wouldn't have lost Roe v. Wade. And someone said... And someone said it's giving dictator. So that is the thoughts from the people of my social media account. But I think it's just a, it's just a meme. I mean, it, it, the conspiracy theory is so <laughs> outlandish and so ridiculous that I'm unfazed by the meme because of the actual conspiracy theory. Like if it was something legitimate, yeah, yeah, yeah. like what's happening in the Middle East, and he responded with a meme like that, well, then we have bigger <laughs> issues. <laughs> rigging the Super Bowl because of Taylor Swift. Like, come on now. I think your president is allowed to have a sense of humor. Uh, I guarantee you he didn't come up with that idea. (laughs) 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 But, I mean, there have been presidents in the past that joke during Mm -hmm. that. What is it, that dinner that they all have The White House Correspondents Dinner. It's great. I love it. But this is, come on. I will say, as somebody who was unaware of the conspiracy theory when I saw it, it was jarring because I was like, what is this? But then when you have the context, you're like, oh, it's literally just a joke. All right. Kanye West is saying that his Super Bowl commercial has paid off. Now, this is shocking because if you didn't see the commercial, it's because it was only in a couple of markets and it was a 30 second iPhone video where he was like, hey, if you go to this website, you can buy my new Yeezy brand. (laughs) I think it was, I said it yesterday. I thought it was brilliant. 
It's so opposite what everybody else is doing, and it's so Kanye. I'm just going to take my phone out. I'm going to do a 30-second video. Yeah, I'm going to pay $5 million for it, but I know I'll make this. It was so Kanye. It, yeah, I think it's hard to look at it as brilliant or enjoy it because he's so problematic right now with all the things he's yeah. saying that it's just, it doesn't matter what that man does. It's not going to hit for me. That's probably how it felt for me, too. It's just because after thinking about it, I'm like, it, it would have been brilliant if someone else did it, but yeah. it's something about Kanye doing it that it just felt foolish. Exactly. Well, he's saying he sold $19 million, million worth of merch. Receipts. I don't believe him. Receipts. He, he showed a text from his business associate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very realistic. Uh-huh. But there were four main items that you could choose from. They were all priced at $20, which is interesting because apparently that's what he wanted to sell all of his items with his Gap partnership. But I guess they couldn't do that for some reason. So, uh, yeah, my question is just who is buying this stuff? Like, who is still supporting Kanye? Because $19 million dollars with $20 um, for the, every item to only be $20 is kind of insane. In 24 hours, he said he made that money. In 24 yeah. hours. It's either a lie or there's some crazies out there. So I have a pair of Yeezys in my house that sometimes I forget that we're still mad at Kanye um, that I will from time to time put on and then as soon as I'm outside, I'm like, ah, oh, damn, people are going to judge me. So they're mostly just house slippers. <laughs> you can't take them out. <laughs> no, I mean, you'd be surprised how, how many Yeezys I still see. I, I still think some people don't see it as like any kind of statement. They they just like the sneakers. Well, I as mean, a Jewish guy, I think I'm supposed to be more outraged. That's so I'm not allowed to have Bill Maher literally just scrapped an entire two-hour interview with him because he didn't want to push the propaganda that Kanye was spinning oh, yeah. in the interview. Yes. House sneakers is a good idea. (laughs) Keep them in the house. (laughs) All right. For more stories, head to the Burt Show podcast on your favorite listening platform. Listen, it's the Burt Show. So what a cute little idea. So cute. A little cutie. Wants to buy a present for his girlfriend for Valentine's Day. But little man, you don't got a lot of money. So he goes to the parents. Says, can you help me out here? It's Valentine's Day. Has uh, your sons, Hollis or Hayden, ever hit you up to buy, like, a girlfriend a gift? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they have. What? I didn't get it. Oh, you didn't? Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, I, I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, it was like a little itty-bitty piece of jewelry or something like that. But, yeah. So cute. Not if it's $1,000, which is what this kid is hitting his parents for. <laughs> $1,000 for this gift. Mo's got the email. My son goes to a school with a lot of other kids whose parents have a lot of money. My family and I are very middle class, so maybe his request is in the norm, or maybe it's just that he is going to school with rich kids. However, he recently asked me for $1,000 for a Valentine's gift for his girlfriend. Of course. You didn't say that right.�����������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������
old. There is zero chance I am giving you $1,000. And if I'm even considering it, you got to tell me how you're going to pay me back for that money or what you're going to do around the house if you mm. really want that cash. You're going to pay for this. There's no way. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. Well, I, at first, when I, was re- when I was listening to the email, I was kind of like, this it must be like a seven-year-old with no concept of money. But right. the fact that he's 15 years old asking for $1,000, at that age, you got to work for that $1,000. But here's the thing. I think that this would be a great opportunity for you to teach him that sometimes just getting a more expensive gift doesn't equal a more meaningful gift. Mm-hmm. Like we just talked about in one of the previous segments where Cassie said the best gift she ever received for Valentine's Day was some pizza that got flown out from her favorite place in upstate New York. Did that take some effort and some money? Absolutely. But at the same time, it wasn't $1,000. Right. And that was the first thing that came off the top of her head. So I think this is a great opportunity for you to teach him that a personalized gift that's well thought out is going to be way better received than a $1,000 gift. At 15 years old, get her a DiGiorno and then rearrange the frozen pepperonis in the shape of a heart. We're Aww. done. That's for me. <laughs> that's, actually, that's really cute that's for a 15-year-old. We're I done mean, here. Can't he just like dedicate a TikTok dance to her or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what the kids do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm dying to know what the gift is. Yeah. Like, what, what is the gift that costs $1,000 that you think she needs? I, it's got to be jewelry. That's what I'm assuming True. also. It's got to be jewelry. No way. Maybe he was like, oh, I'll ask for a thousand so that when I get like 200, it seems he, maybe he only really needs 200. But he's like, I'm going to ask for a thousand and then negotiate my way down to like 200. Except he's got no <laughs> leverage at all. Zero. You're negotiating against yourself. And I mean, and I know it's hard if you're one of the kids who has less than the others and th- th- if they're more affluent and you want to you want to fit in and you don't want to feel like the outcast. But I'm hoping this could be like a teachable moment for like, it's not about how much you have, but it's what you do with what you do have. I think this is, I am picking and choosing my words very carefully. Even if you're in the most affluent family, going to your parents for a thousand dollars, there's a disconnect here on what you've taught your kid is acceptable or not. So if my kid comes to me and asking for a thousand dollar loan at 15 years old, he knows the value of a thousand dollars. I honestly would take a look at myself and say, what have I done to make, as a parent, you think this is an acceptable gift and an acceptable get, um, ask? I'm probably putting this on me. As you should. <laughs> that, that feels fair. I mean, $1,000. Hey, li- listen, anything a child does under the age of 18, it's not their fault. It's the parents' fault. Yeah, pretty well, much. There's uh, a lot of it. That's no. not what my parents taught me. Everything, everything was my fault. <laughs> I wouldn't ask my parents for this today, and I work uh. hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're on The Burt Show. And let's talk about grief and realizing grief. So it was when we were at the Burt's Big Adventure conference not too long ago. um, And I had a moment to like sit outside by myself. And I was just um, sitting there and taking in the view and and enjoying the quiet that I I often don't get um, from uh, a hectic life. And I, I can't for the life of me pinpoint like where this came from or... Or why, but like, you know, my dad's just been really, you know, heavy on my, in my head and on my heart. I mean, and I, I mean, I think about him every single day and I, I know that's going to, that's just what it's going to be until the day I'm no longer earthside. But, um, as I, you always love when I do that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun way to put it. It is. When I'm no longer earthside. When we're on Mars. I don't want to say the D word. Okay. <laughs> um, and it, I don't know, it just kind of dawned on me and I'm sure I am not the first person to say this. But it's the first time, like, I had thought it. But I realized, like, you know, grief doesn't get easier. We get stronger. So it was, like, the first time I kind of understood that I've always said grief is forever. Because just because you love somebody and they're no longer here doesn't mean the love goes away. The love is always going to be there, God willing. So, you know, you're always going to have the grief you're just going to learn how to live with it. So grief is always going to be hard, but you are going to learn tools along the way and you are going to get stronger in how you're going to deal with it. And I don't know why I just kind of had like that little mini mm-hmm. epiphany sitting out there like, no, this is this is never going to get easy. But I think it was a moment of me to be proud of myself. And I don't think we often give ourselves that credit or that kudos. And it's like, you know, I've come a long way in the six years that since he's been gone. And um, I think it's every now and then you need to acknowledge your strength. Mm-hmm. I think our producer Amber needs to hear mm-hmm. this today, right? Are you crying? You made me cry. God <laughs> darn it, you. She has a way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
it's only because I relate to what she's saying so much. So recently, uh, after the Bitter Ball, actually, I was like, I wanted to tell my mom, oh, it was such a good time because last year, the Bitter Ball, I didn't work for you guys. Mm -hmm. I was on the outside of the VIP. I met everybody for the first time. I was just trying to figure things out. But this year was great because I'm, I'm working with you guys. I'm getting to know all of you, and it feels I haven't been this happy in a long time. And I wanted to call my mom to tell her. Ah, crap. And um, anyways, so I decided to text her her uh, old number just to get it off, you know. But somebody responded. What? Her number, yeah, her number is now taken. It's been reassigned. Uh, it's been reassigned. Okay. Yeah. So somebody responded, and um, I found out that she's like a mother of eight, and she was super kind, and she said, "Well, you know, your mom loves you, and and she's so proud of you, and she's still with you." And then yesterday. Your mama knew you needed a message from she your mom. She did. Mm. Yesterday, I'm having um, um, dinner with my best friend, Wesley, and I get this text message, and but I, her name is still saved as mom, and it took my breath away because oh. I, for a second, I thought my mom was texting me, but it was the woman she called. Uh, she texted me to say, hey, I just wanted to check on you and see how you're doing because oh you were wow. so sad. Oh. So sweet. Yeah. And That's I was beautiful. Amber. I respond. I haven't called this woman yet and I will eventually, but I just, it's not something I could, I could handle. But that text message, oh, you see that mom? <laughs> I saw yeah. mom pop up. Yeah. It took me a second to figure out what. <laughs> and for those of you that kind of casually listen, Amber just recently lost her mom. Yeah, October 25th of uh, last year. Um, I, look, I am not a fan of coincidences at all. I really don't believe in them. Um, so the fact that, that this number was changed to this woman mm -hmm. who supported you, who had no idea who you are, who is a mother of eight, I don't believe that's a coincidence. Yeah. That is a beautiful story right there. And the fact she... Uh, came back around and checked yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah. It's really, damn, that's That's, that's mom moves right there. That's Aww. your mom. That's yeah. the, the, the follow-up text like that, because she could have just done one and done, but the yeah. fact that she checked back in, wow. that's your mom. Yeah. That's like, that was so, so awesome. I, um... It, it, it was something that I needed at that time, so it was. It, it was, was a reason why you texted. Yes, Did I needed to get that. I needed to, you know, it's like when you go to someone's Facebook who's passed, and you leave a mm -hmm. message or you you DM them or whatever. And I was like, well, I just didn't think that somebody already had her number. I don't know why I should have, but uh, it was it was a beautiful moment that was very needed. Kristen, what um, ha what can. What am I trying to say here? I think you've got somebody that here is recently going through grief, and you've mm -hmm. been dealing with it for a very long time, and I think you guys have had conversations off the air also. But for somebody that's recently lost somebody, what do you say to give them some kind of hope that it does get better when they're in the middle of it right now and it just feels so dark? <sighs> like, one of my favorite things to say, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, but the pain is great because the love is great. And I've always relied on that to get me through like the darkest times in the beginning. Don't get me wrong, like that first year and you have, you have to go through the process. And they say like, there's acceptance, there's denial, there's, you know, there's like a, and Something I learned at my life loss and letting go um, seminar is that it's not linear. That is all over the place. Like you can one day you're in um, bargaining and the next day you're in denial and the next day you're in acceptance and then the next day you're back at anger. And it's like it's mm -hmm. all jumbled chaos because you don't go from one to the end and be like, OK, I went through all the emotions and now I'm good and done. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 constant. It it, 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 and it's and it's like it, it's a chaos of emotions because you're feeling so many things at the same time. So there's no sugarcoating that, especially that first year. It's just, it's, it's rough, but it's rough because you loved her so damn much. Yeah. And so when you, you try to lean on that, let yourself have the bad days, let yourself cry. Don't ever apologize for showing emotion or for crying because those tears are not tears of sadness. While they feel like that, they're just, they're tears of love. Love's got to go somewhere. Exactly. It? Yeah. It's a bird show. The bird show. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.